Chapter Twelve of The Temptation of Saint Anthony by Gustav Flaubert, translated by Lafcadio Hearn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Tony Addison. Six. He flies beneath him, outstretched like a swimmer, his vast spreading wings wholly concealing him seem like one huge cloud antony whither do i go but a little while ago i beheld in a glimpse the form of the accursed nay tis a cloud that upbears me perhaps i am dead and am ascending to god how freely i respire the immaculate air seems to vivify my soul no sense of weight no more suffering far below me the lightning breaks the horizon broadens widens the rivers cross each other that blond bright spot is the desert that pool of water the ocean and other oceans appear oh vast regions of which i knew nothing there are the countries of the blacks which seem to smoke like braziers then is the zone of snows always made dim by fog would i might behold those mountains where the sun each evening sinks to rest the devil the sun never sinks to rest the sun never rests Antony is not surprised at this voice it seems to him an echo of his own thought a response made by his own memory meanwhile the earth gradually assumes the shape of a ball and he beholds it in the midst of the asia turning upon its poles and revolving with the sun the devil so it does not form the centre of the universe pride of man humiliate thyself antony now i can scarcely distinguish it it mingles confusedly with other glowing worlds the firmament itself is but one tissue of stars and they still rise no sound not even the hoarse cry of eagles nothing i listen for the harmony of the spheres the devil thou wilt not hear them nor wilt thou behold the antictonus of plato or the central furnace of philolaeus or the spheres of aristotle or the seven heavens of the jews with the great waters above the vault of crystal antony yet from below the vault seemed solid as a wall on the contrary i penetrate it i lose myself in it and he beholds the moon like a rounded fragment of ice filled with motionless light the devil formerly it was the sojourn of souls even the good pythagoras adorned it with magnificent flowers populated it with birds antony i can see only desolate plains there with extinct craters 
yawning under a black sky oh let us go towards those milder beaming stars that we may contemplate the angels who uphold them at arm's length like torches the devil bears him into the midst of the stars they attract at the same time that they repel each other the action of each one results from that of others and contributes thereunto without the aid of any auxiliary by the force of a law the virtue of order alone antony yes yes my intelligence grasps the great truth it is a joy greater than all tender pleasures breathless i find myself with astonishment at the enormity of god the devil even as the firmament ever rises as thou dost ascend so with the expansion of thy thought will he become greater to thee and after this discovery of the universe thou wilt feel thy joy augment with the broadening and deepening of the infinite antony ah higher higher still for ever higher then the stars multiply scintillate the milky way develops in the zenith like a monstrous belt with holes at intervals through these rents in its brightness stretches of prolonged darkness are visible there are rains of stars long trains of golden dust luminous vapours that float and dissolve at times a comet suddenly passes by then the tranquillity of innumerable lights recommences antony with outstretched arms supports himself upon the devil's horns and thus occupies all the space between them he remembers with disdain the ignorance of other days the mediocrity of his dreams and now those luminous globes he was wont to gaze upon from below are close to him he distinguishes the intercrossing of the lines of their orbits the complexity of their courses he beholds them coming from afar and like stones suspended in a sling describe their circles form their hyperbolas he perceives all within the field of his vision at once the southern cross and the great bear the lynx and the centaur the nebula of dorado the six suns in the constellation of orion jupiter with his four satellites and the triple ring of the monstrous saturn all the planets all the stars that men will discover in the future he fills his eyes with their light he overburdens his mind with calculation of their distances then bowing his head he murmurs what is the purpose of all that the devil there is no purpose how could god have a purpose what experience could have instructed him what reflection determined him before the beginning he could not have acted and now his action would be useless antony yet he created the world at one time by his word alone the devil but the beings that people the earth 
come upon it successively so also in heaven new stars arise different effects of varying causes antony the varying of causes is the will of god the devil but to admit several acts of will in god is to admit various causes and therefore to deny his unity his will is inseparable from his essence he can have but one will having but one essence and inasmuch as he externally exists he acts eternally contemplate the sun from its surface leap vast jets of flame casting forth sparks that disperse beyond to become worlds hereafter and further than the last far beyond those deeps where thou seest only night will other suns and behind them others again and beyond those yet others without end antony enough enough i fear i will fall into the abyss the devil pauses and rocks antony gently in the midst of space nothingness is not there is no void everywhere and for ever bodies move upon the immovable deeps of space were there boundaries to space it would not be space but a body only it is limitless antony stupefied by wonder limitless the devil ascend skyward for ever and for ever yet thou wilt not attain the summit descend below the earth for billions of billions of centuries never wilt thou reach the bottom for there is no summit there is no bottom there is no above no below nor height nor depth as signified by the terms of human utterance and space itself is comprised in god who is not a portion thereof of such or such a size but is immensity itself antony slowly matter then must be a part of god the devil why not canst thou know the end of god antony nay on the contrary i prostrate i crush myself beneath his mightiness the devil and yet thou dost pretend to move him thou dost speak to him thou dost even adorn him with virtues with goodness justice mercy in lieu of recognizing that all perfections are his to conceive aught beyond him is to conceive god above god the being above the being for he is the only being the only substance if the substance could be divided it would not be the substance it would lose its nature god could not exist he is therefore indivisible as infinite and if he had a body he would be composed of parts he would not be one he would not be infinite therefore he is not a person antony what my prayers my sobs my groans the sufferings of my flesh the transports of my love have all these things gone out to a lie to emptiness unavailingly like the cry of a bird like a whirl of dead leaves weeping oh no 
there is some one above all things a great soul a lord a father whom my heart adores and who must love me the devil thou dost desire that god were not god for did he feel love or anger or pity he would abandon his perfection for a greater or a lesser perfection he can stoop to no sentiment nor be contained in any form antony one day nevertheless i shall see him the devil with the blessed is it not when the finite shall enjoy the infinite in some restricted place containing the absolute antony matters not there must be a paradise for the good as there is a hell for the wicked the devil can the desire of thy mind create the law of the universe without doubt evil is indifferent to god for as much as the earth is covered with it is it through impotence that he endures it or through cruelty that he maintains it dost thou fancy that he is eternally readjusting the world like an imperfect machine that he is for ever watching the movements of all beings from the flight of a butterfly to the thought of a man if he have created the universe his providence is superfluous if providence exists then creation is defective but evil and good concern only thee even like night and day pleasure and pain death and birth which are relative only to one corner of space to a special centre to a particular interest since the infinite is permanent the infinite is and that is all the devil's wings have been gradually expanding now they cover all space antony now perceives nothing a great faintness comes upon him a hideous cold freezes me even to the depths of my soul this is beyond the extreme of pain it is like a death that is deeper than death i roll in the immensity of darkness and the darkness itself enters within me my consciousness bursts beneath this dilation of nothingness the devil yet the knowledge of things comes to thee only through the medium of thy mind even as a concave mirror it deforms the objects it reflects and thou hast no means whatever of verifying their exactitude never canst thou know the universe in all its vastness consequently it will never be possible for thee to obtain an idea of its cause to have a just notion of god nor even to say that the universe is infinite for thou must first be able to know what the infinite is may not form be perhaps an error of thy senses substance a figment of thy imagination unless indeed that the world being a perpetual flux of things appearance on the contrary be wholly true illusion the only reality but art thou sure thou dost see art thou even sure thou dost live perhaps nothing exists the devil has seized antony and holding him at arm's length 
glares at him with mouth yawning as though to devour him adore me then and curse the phantom thou callest god antony lifts his eyes with a last effort of hope the devil abandons him end of chapter twelve